Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your ears are about to tickle. You are listening to a podcast with two friends sharing their opinions and their love about things they enjoy. This is the Disaster Party Podcast. Whoa, daddy. Let's get it. Oh, oh, daddy, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let them boys explain. It's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And that's the Disaster Party Boys telling you, go do it now. Welcome to Disaster Party Podcast. As always, this is Rob Sedaniel with my co-host. Oh, oh, daddy, it's your boy Andy Bivians. That's B-I-V-I-A-N-S, the one true old daddy of Bivians, I and C. And tonight, I promise you, it will not be a snore. No, it won't be a bore, because tonight we got Nikki Boy and it's episode... 34, whoa, daddy. Who is this Nikki boy you speak of? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that intro. I was too busy flexing. Oh, oh. God. Oh, God. <laughs> That's, that I was guy. actually going off, I was going off Andy's hype, so it was getting me hyped. Guys, we're so I'm pretty hyped. It was nice having 34 episodes. Uh, this <laughs> might be our last, so... Uh... <laughs> When the first words that comes out of his mouth is I was flexing. <laughs> can we can we re can we just go back and redo that whole thing? Absolutely not. No. Okay. We are 10-4. live. We are live in person, bro. That's awesome. Guys, We're, thanks for having me on. There is no edits, dude. This is straight you know, through. This is take. just straight one through. Take. One take. One take. One Don't one fuck take. up. Try a, lot of, a lot of pressure here. <laughs> if you read the email, you would have known that we go straight through. I did read the email. Well, anyways, Nikki boy, <laughs> Nikki boy, we've been talking about you for a couple of weeks. Have you on the podcast? Awesome. That's awesome. So clearly, you don't make it to the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, what were these things you were saying? Well, I guess you don't know then. Well, just tell me now. I'm here. No, you have to go back. We can't tell you. Well, I'll go back now. I'll just be right back. Cool? You, you got a lot of work to do. Okay. <laughs> those, those notes that we said about you, so you can put us over, was also in the email. Just saying. This is true. Put you guys over? What? I got to put you guys over? No. No. Oh. I mean, I was about to say, Dom, you guys have that on lockdown. You guys, Dom, Dom's knew that, that we had an email. 
Dom's knew that we had the email and how structured we were. <laughs> he came on, he was like, yo, I heard what you had to say. I was the Maharaja. I got you again. I know. <laughs> you're hearing this or you're seeing this, so I know it. <laughs> Can I just say it's um, fucking balls hot out? It's disgusting. It's gross. By the time we're done with this, I'm going to be sweating through my shirt. We're all going to be shirtless by the end of this podcast. I mean, I mean, I'll start. I, <laughs> I am the white trooper daddy, so you know, sometimes I like to take my shirt off and swivel my hips a little bit <laughs> if, if the moment calls for it. But you know, so Andy, um, you were wrestling last night? I was. I was. Last so night how'd it go? What, what was the match? Was it a title match? Was it a singles bout? No. Was it? I, um, I did a singles match before the show started. Okay. Uh, which was awesome. Uh, their arena is extremely interesting and awesome. It's like a, such a great visual. Okay. Um, and then after that, I did another tag match uh, later on in the show. So, you know. So two matches. Two matches. How was the outcome? Did you, did you go over? I mean, you know, I'm the one true old daddy. I do it. I well, do. you know, if you were there, you would have known. That's true. That's true. The email, the, ma- <laughs> the match recap. It had all the, the information. <laughs> it had the finish. It had the finish in the email. No, we didn't have that. Okay. Okay. I couldn't tell you all that. So, so Andy, so, are you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go. I, I was going to say, Nick, this is more about you, bro. Thanks. Thanks, so guys. so so why don't you um why don't um let me say how this so Andy and I have been hyping you up. We've been saying great things about you. I appreciate that. I love you guys very much. Thank you. We've been saying that you're such an inspirational guy. Thanks. And we've been saying and motivational, yes. And we've been saying that you have these captivating videos that just vanished. It's not that they really vanished. Um, thank you, both of you. Love you for the kind words um, and for having me on. Uh, no, um, a couple of months ago, I don't know what series of events just happened. Um, well, actually, I came, I had my third surgery, right? So Wait, start from the beginning, Nick. Tell them. Sure. If you're, you're going to start telling about yourself, start from the beginning, bro. Okay. Okay. Jesus. All right. So I'm Nick Pervatera. Uh, Hi, Nick. Hi. What these gentlemen are referring to is uh, a video I put out last, uh, about two months ago, which was the first ever little YouTube video I put out, which kind of recapped quickly in a nutshell, the last 15 years of my life. All right. So, which uh, to start at the beginning, um, I used to be 430 pounds at my very heaviest. So it's a big, it's been a very big weight loss journey. Very big, very long, um, a lot coming, you know, process, right? So I had lost, I kept off over 200 pounds in the last 12 years, right? And fast forward to last year, we're all COVID and, and lockdown and whatnot. And I haven't seen or reached out to a plastic surgeon. Now, when you lose a lot of loose, uh, a lot of weight, you get a lot of loose skin. Uh, when you're young enough, it can snap back. When you're not, uh, obviously, as you get older, it's harder. So obviously, there's a lot more there. Uh, so I went to just plastic surgeon last year. 
just to, just to see the lay of the lands, right? To see what had changed, if anything. And um, they did kind of an evaluation. And to my surprise, we're like, hey, this is actually incredibly common right now. You're probably covered for this type of procedure. So I was like, holy shit, what? Like, are you serious? Now, granted, um, it's very common now for people who lose the weight and then get it taken care of, right? Apparently, it's within like one to three years. So I'm going on like 12 with all this still on me, and I have to live with it. What, right? what, what happened 12 years ago? I got the gastric bypass surgery. I did get weight loss surgery. Uh, but I wasn't like I was at 430, and then I just got the weight loss surgery and kept it off. Explain that I, journey. Sure. Like um, what, what pushed you to the, we're going to, I mean, we, me and Andy might know this stuff about you, Nick, but this yeah. is to share your story. And, and the purpose of it is to kind of, you know, be detailed. You can say as much as you want and it could in, inspire somebody. It could, you know, help somebody do yeah. something. So the more details, the better. And, you know, like Absolutely. I said, that's why I said start from the beginning. So people know like, yeah, you were 430, but what pushed you to sure, the journey? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, before I continue that, Rob, when I found out I was 430, you and me were at Planet Fitness. We were at the gym. Mm -hmm. That was that day I found out I was that heavy. So it's kind of crazy how we're talking about this right now. Uh, so um, always, uh, okay, so I was always a big kid. It was never like I was an average weight and then became bigger. It was, I was always a chubby, you know, kid with who was very heavy like if you look at old pictures of me um i always had some sort of weight problem and it just got worse as i got old right um my parents never really uh kept like a diet like you know we got to eat this and this and that both of my parents worked all the time we were always getting fast food and back in like the early 90s there wasn't that much focus on health and nutrition way before supersize me way before all that other stuff right so it was what you can get when it was convenient, right? Yeah. But this is like three meals a day, right? So my parents never really kept an eye on what I was eating, all that stuff. So I just ate whatever and such and such, right? Um, as I got older, I got a lot, a lot heavier. So I'm probably seventh grade, probably 300 plus pounds at that point, right? Now I was lucky because I was very social, friends with everybody, right? And uh, so I, it wasn't like I had a hard time being teased, which I was very lucky with, right? A couple of things here and there, but nothing too crazy. Um, it was as I was getting older and I walk up a flight of stairs, right? Walk up a flight of stairs. I have to go to a specialty big men shop, a big men shop at like 16, 16 years old, because I needed like two to four X clothes. Now it's way more common in like a JCPenney or like a C you know, any sort of department store. But back then you needed, you know, you, there was a store for that. So it was- That's like the, the, the big and tall, right? That's what yeah. it's called? Big yeah, and tall. yeah, absolutely. I'm getting my high school permit and I'm going to a big and tall and getting a 3X Hawaiian shirt. You know what I mean? Something big, something that fucking hide the stuff, <laughs> you know? I always felt self-conscious. So I always had to wear layers, all right? That even carried as even when I lost the weight and I still had the extra skin. Because, you know, people may not see it, but the, you know, the person carrying it sees it, right? So um, fast forward, uh, I started getting bummed out because also I'm in high school. You know, I wasn't dating anybody. 
I had all these crushes and I was like tight with, you know, just obviously everybody, obviously all these crushes getting let down all the time. When you're a kid and when you're a teenager, that hits you very hard, right? So you're just like, oh man, like, why can't I, you know, why don't they like me for, for me? And like, it's, you know, it's just what it is, right? So that was probably the biggest push over the edge was like, I just was tired of being single. You wanted to, to get laid. Yeah, guy. Whoa, daddy. <laughs> whoa, daddy. He was looking to hit him with the whoa, daddy. Just, I mean, come on, right? Like, how many times can a guy get friend zoned? <laughs> I feel like we've all been there. Yeah, we all have. We've all had our own journeys, right? So, um, but, but, you know, health and wellness and stuff and, you know, like heart, you know, blood pressure, all that stuff, that comes when you go to a doctor and like later on, right, when you're, when you're older and those stuff you want to keep an eye on. I wasn't really keeping an eye on like blood pressure or anything like that. It wasn't really a concern. It was just more of like, how do I not be this weight anymore? So that started entering in my brain. Um, and then one day I just snapped. I just, I never forget it. I wound up just being like, I'm so sick of being this type of weight. Um, I don't know what event happened, but I just remember I walked like nine miles. Like I walked for hours just because I just needed to escape that, right? It was crazy. Um, that was really the breaking point. Move forward every day since. Um, I then went to my doc. What? Nothing. What? No, okay. I'm just, I'm looking at the TV. Mm. So uh, I wound up, just long story short, went to a doctor. Um, no, you don't need to long story short it. Fair enough. Went to a doctor. Yeah, Yo, you're getting it. You're getting it. Um, so went to a doctor, uh, got tested for high blood pressure on medications. Uh, doctor said if I didn't do anything by my weight by the time I was 22, I would have died of a heart attack, like flat out, just straight up, drop dead, because uh, I was just gaining weight at such an increased level. Um, so he said, you got to do something about it. Or by the time you're in your early twenties, you're not going to be here anymore. So that also fueled that. And I was like, holy shit, this is definitely a problem. Let's do something about it. Then enters the diets, right? Slim fast, Atkins, stop eating, eat smaller things, eat one meal a day. What else am I missing? Um, Weight Watchers, um, slim fast bars, meal replacement bars, right? I would lose a little weight and traditionally he gained it all back, right? The problem was I didn't really change the lifestyle and those things are great in the short interim, but they're not really good in the long term at all, right? So that's something I had yet to learn. Um, every diet I did failed. I lost 10 or 20 pounds, put it all back and then some. And that will just, you know, that'll drive you crazy because then you're just like, what do I do, right? And you want, you feel like giving up at that point. You don't like what you're like, what's the point? Cause everything I'm doing and I'm trying to put forth into effort is not working. Right. So it becomes, it's very, you know, it, it brings you down, but then you got to go about your day to day, which is kind of the trick and the juggle, right? You got to go to work. You got to go to school. You got to keep your, everybody, you know what I'm saying? You always got to have a smile on. That, Wait, and you know, just, just question at that point, was that before or during uh, you being in the band? Uh, oh, the music uh, was actually my like saving grace, if anything. I knew I had Absolutely. to make sure. That, that's a big oh, part yeah. of it. I feel like that's a oh, big part yeah. of it. 
that helps me through uh good bring up sir right on Hey! Hey! Uh, Gun! Finger guns! Finger guns! Finger guns! (laughs) (laughs) Bang bang! Um, Yeah. So, uh, early high school, wanted to be in a band. Always loved music. Uh, Had a bass guitar, which I practiced and played to just music through ear. Uh, Met um, a few people who became my closest and best friends, my family, and uh, spent every day together. Um, And definitely helped during that whole process was I was able to just hang out with my best friends and play music and create music together. Um, and there's nothing that could, you can't buy something like that. You know what I mean? You can't buy just genuine um, friendships, relationships, anything like that, or, or moments and experiences. Really didn't think anything over it. We just went kind of straightforward. It was great. Um, and that still stayed with me. I still play. Uh, but with the 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 journey, if you will, after all the diets, I just got fed up and I uh, started seeing a nutritionist, right? Um, I thought that maybe there's something I'm not doing properly, or there's just got to be, there's got to be a way I can, I can get a correct starting point and then kind of move forward with that, right? Um, saw a nutritionist only for a couple of sessions. I wound up actually thinking I was going to make a good first impression. And I'm like, I'm going to go with a power, like a, like a vitamin water because it's got vitamins. And I'm going to be like, I'm doing good. Here's my drink. I'll just set this here while we have a conversation. And she was like, that's great. You're having a vitamin water. Do you know what's in that? And it was like vitamins, right? Vitam- I'm so clueless. I had no idea, you know? That's when I started looking at labels because I felt like such an idiot. She was like, let's turn it around. Let's look at it together sugars and such and such right it was awful and i'm just like oh, okay try. Well, need to- yeah try. <laughs> it's a college try <laughs> totally try he was like listen ah, look look <laughs> yeah yeah look. you can't see through this yeah nick if it makes you feel better there's no label on this beer there doesn't need to be it's delicious no right no <laughs> just checking there's one on andy's um, though there is one is there andy what are you what are you having i'm wait, i'm bud light bud light cool and i'm way too blind to see the small print on what it says on the side so you're good you're okay yeah, that's not happening mine just says mine just says warning could cause health problems <laughs> I feel like every alcoholic should have. Warning, this could be bad for you, depending on how much you drink. Yeah, yeah. Whoopsie. <laughs> um, uh, start, uh, so I started seeing a nutritionist, and then um, I, cu- I started cutting out foods. Right? I started reading labels. Started trying to get smart and educate myself. That's one thing I think a lot of people misjudge or they don't really dive deep in is uh, just reading the back of a label or seeing just uh, just like sugars and cholesterol and all the all that stuff. Um, I got really focused on it. And then um, I said, well, what do I need to do as far as like exercise? I, I do know that we got to do a little exercise, right? I can't just, you know, cut out this, this and that. What can I do? So for five days a week, as I was in high school, as I started doing this, um, I just walked a mile a day. Uh, not a mile a day, a mile to the gym, because where I lived at the time was a, literally a mile away from the gym. And Rob, that's where you and I would go to that, to that gym. I would go there, I would walk a few miles, and I would walk back. 
So I'd be gone for a couple of hours, but I just got in that habit. Because when you're 400 plus pounds, I don't really need to be weightlifting at all. You know, it's more just to get the body moving. And uh, I wound up losing, that's roughly 80 pounds in that period. Thanks. Yeah. Um, 80 pounds. In- I remember that I was, I was looking back. I was like, damn, that's kind of a dickish move. But I remember you were like, you were getting too comfortable on the treadmill once. And I was like, he's not, I was like, I was like, this dude's not pushing himself at all. And I'm pressing the button. I'm like, Nick, go faster. And he's like, I can't go that fast. And I was like, go like, go like 0.2 faster, just like one, two. And he's like, no. And then, and then he, then I was like, try it. And then he was like, oh, okay. Okay. I got this. I got this. Was Rob being that dick to put the treadmill up to seven and Nick's feet just moving quickly, holding on? No, 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 no. Andy, just the feet, and my body stays the same. But no, no, no. I, I I could be a dick, but I that that's like another level. I was just trying to push him, like not like, yeah, make him fall. Oh, oh, you pushed me. You definitely pushed me. I almost (laughs) passed out. To go back to say, like, with people who, like, they don't educate themselves or, like, read nutrition labels, like, I remember when I started uh, with my trainer, and she was like, here, just eat this amount of food, and this winded up being, like, one serving, and nobody really actually understands how much we overeat in the world, mm-hmm. how small one serving actually is. It's Absolutely. like, pours a serving of of cereal in their bowl and goes to town. No, they get the biggest fucking bowl with the biggest spoon, pour the whole box into the bowl, put the spoon in, put the milk in, and watch Saturday morning cartoons. Like, that's just what it is. Andy, that was every Saturday. I'm totally with you. I still yeah, do that. I still too. do that. I still do that. <laughs> I, I kind of like seeing some of my abs again, so I do that every now and then. Nothing wrong with every now and then. Nothing wrong with that. Andy, I think, the last, I think the last time I saw my abs was when I was like two. <laughs> I buy six packs. I buy six packs. Oh, I buy if I buy 24 pack, right, does that last me for a little while? Like, am I, am I chiseled? Until I you're, you're there. Yeah, absolutely. What? What, what's a bottle of uh, whiskey then? What, what does that give me? Ooh, uh, I, think, I think a shot of whiskey is like 60 to 70 calories. That's not bad. I think, yeah. But like, I don't know about you guys, but alcohol has different takes on my body. Like over quarantine and pandemic, right? I, you know, at night, have a beer, have a two, beer too. I started getting moon face. Mm. You know what I mean by that? Like I just got like a round, rounder face and I just looked a little... <laughs> Look a little bloaty. <laughs> well, I mean, I've I've noticed firsthand that when you when you have certain types of alcohols, you go from age thirty two to sixty eight. So you know, I mean, you it ages you too <laughs> as the night goes on. This does, is this does. is true statements. Because we all look way tired, right? There was a time period I was like, I look exhausted, but I'm definitely not. <laughs> but um, God, where were we? Oh, just uh. With you, with Rob, Rob, with you at the gym, lost the 80 pounds, and then I decided I started seeing at, um, like in, just information for like weight loss surgery. It was pretty new by then, you know, new procedures and whatnot. Um, 
I wound up being uh, covered under insurance at the time. So I went for a consultation. Um, doctor said I have to lose X amount of pounds and keep it off. And then we'll see if we're good with surgery. So remind, mind you, I was like 17 at the time, 17, 18 at the time going through this. I got wound up getting denied a couple of times. It's way more common today, but I got denied several times for um, getting the procedure because I was too young or I didn't stop growing. And granted, how much more can you grow at like 400 pounds at like 17, 18 years old, you know? So they, they denied you because they said that you haven't stopped growing? Yes. Oh, what? I had to go to a court. I had to go to a court appeals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It was, yeah. But back then, I mean, we're going like 12, 13 years. It was still relatively new. And there's so much like more red tape than it is now. You know, you would think like, because of your age. Yes. Thank you, brother. <laughs> 49. It feels amazing to be 56. 56. <laughs> That would have been the funniest moment the three of us. Nick, that was that was five years ago. Wow, five, five years ago. Jesus. So you were fifty six. So you're sixty one, dude. You look good for sixty one. Yo, thanks, guy. Guns, guns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Um, crazy. Like you would think, like at that age, and you weighing that much. They're saying that you haven't stopped growing. So did they think yeah. like you were gonna like either get a growth spurt or grow into your weight or like I don't know. I don't I have no idea what their rationale was. I don't even think they knew, to be honest. Okay. It was just I, it was just more of like this is why we're not gonna pay for it. This is at the time because insurance companies at that point you have to make it more of a I need this, not that I want this. Got it. That's all that. It, that's all. At the end of the day, that's all that is, because they don't want to pay for it. Exactly. That's it, right? Now, um, so I fought for it, and I was lucky, and I got it. Okay, I did everything they asked. I followed everything, and I got it. Have the surgery, and then, then moving forward, um, I only went to a couple of support group meetings, which I'll get into, which was good and bad, um, and. I lost a lot of weight fast, right? So quickly, when you get, I have the gastric bypass surgery, you have to eat at first, just like liquid. You can only have three shot glasses worth of just like regular whey protein a day. That's it. That's all you're allowed to have. If you have anything else, you're, it's something could burst, it could this and that. And I didn't, you know, so, um, but you gradually go back to regular food. Um, were you hungry? Yes and no. Um, because it's food is an addiction, right? Food, like anything else, is, is, a, is a big addiction. Um, and over time, I learned how important that was. Because if that addiction isn't like fixed or quelled, that can carry over into a bunch of other shit that you don't see coming and could really just could be a, a mess, right? Um, yeah, so definitely obviously hungry, but it was more of like, I can't eat anymore. And that got that can get somebody really down and bumped out, right? Um, what I think had kept me good throughout all these years 
is that I was lucky enough to be able to create hopefully the good habits before I had went under the knife. Mm. All right. What I mean by that is that just for the record, I have, I'm not a personal trainer, even though I'm taking classes currently right now. I'm not, I have no medical, this, I'm going based off my journey and my experience. That's it. Right. It's what I went through. Um, so what was I saying? You were talking about not being hungry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it definitely, it definitely messes with your brain. Um, but I see a lot of, I've, and as the years have gone on, I've met a lot of people who have gotten weight loss surgery, but they gained all the weight back and then some, or have gotten multiple surgeries, right? Now, again, I think what's helped me is that I, I created pretty good habits before I went under the knife, which has served me moving forward, right? I was able to exercise and dude, I don't eat like as far as fast food, soda, salts, all that stuff. I watch it and I don't even eat it, right? That type of thing. Um, but you got to keep on top of it, like anything. It's really only a tool for anybody like thinking about getting any weight loss procedure or anything. It's only a tool. It's not the end all be all. It's really not. You, you gotta, you gotta retrain your brain because if you go into it, the same person as you, like, as the procedure's over, it's just going to topple back on and you're wasting your own time and you're putting yourself in danger. And I've met people along the way that have had these kind of issues. Recently, Rob, the video you mentioned, I decided to, I wanna be able to give back a little bit, right? So I wanna start doing support group classes because for the longest time, I felt like I was by myself in this pr process. You know what I mean? You ever feel like you're doing something you're like, I'm the only one you know, doing this. And, and then you're like, no, I'm just only one person. There's millions of people out there. And how many other people are going through that? How many more people that maybe could just, maybe need somebody to talk to, right? Yeah. So let me see how that's going. Let me see what that looks like, right? I've done several since I put up that one video and it's insane. It, I, it just blew me away. The amount of people, we're going to talk in pre and poster. So people who are getting ready for the whole thing versus people who have been through it like me and that have had one to three to 12 to 20 years post-surgery, right? Two different walks of life. And I forgot how frightening it could be doing this type of thing. I have, we a have family. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you say that, because you mentioned the like addiction aspect of it, mm. would you say that it's almost like kind of like like an like a non-food addict, like like other things, let's say an alcoholic or something. Like when they're in recovery, it's almost like you're still an alcoholic, but you're in recovery because like you could still slip. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, like like what do you mean? Like uh... so like let's just say again, like I have an uncle who was an alcoholic, and then he you know went and got the help, and now when you talk to him, he still says I'm an alcoholic but I'm in recovery Yes, because he's aware that if he slips up and he's not like, if that thought of it is not like in the front, mm. that it could, he could fall down the slope again. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you, do you, do you ever struggle with that aspect of like, like, I know it's been a while, like 15 years, but like, do you ever be like, damn, like, I just want to go munch out. Oh, totally. Oh, all the time. Okay. absolutely yeah yeah dude i can't so you're, you're like still fighting that oh you always fight the fight never ends okay okay it, it never goes away 
that's the, that's a good point. That's a good point you brought up. Yeah. Um, but like, I know how I'm, for example, I'll dr like you drive by a McDonald's or like a Wendy's, like around like noontime and you smell, you smell the smells and it's delicious. And you're like, Oh, I just want to pull in and just get a five piece and a frosty and like a junior bacon cheeseburger and a biggie fry. So I could dip my fries in my frosty and then have it all in one shot, literally, but I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. Cause I know how I'm going to feel right out. I could do it. I could, but I know how I'm going to feel immediately afterwards. Right. Just cause I've been, I, you know, after something like what I had done surgery and stuff, you become like your own science experiment. You know what you can and cannot take. You know what I mean? You know how much food you can eat. You know what you can't stomach anymore. What you used to love, you can't love anymore. And it just, it's a, it's an ever growing process. It's weird. It's weird. But yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. Because again, I, I, I don't, I wanted to mention that because, you know, some people might be like, oh, once you get the surgery, it's easy. So I just wanted to like really point out that it's not just like, like you said, uh, it, it's a tool. It's not yeah. the end all be all. So I just wanted to add that for anyone who is maybe being like, oh, we got the surgery. It's easy now. It's like, no, it's, that's just one part. The heart, the, actually, if anything, the surgery is the easiest part. The surgery okay. is the easiest part. Easy. Anybody can go get surgery, especially now. Within getting my skin, the extra skin removed and whatnot, dude. Everybody's ever. I feel like most people are just signing up for it. And as years have gone on, just in the various jobs I've worked and people I've met and whatnot, like it's very, it's insanely common. That's why the skin removal surgery is very common. So disclaimer: if you had something that I, if you had weight loss surgery and you were, you don't know if maybe your insurance covers it, go to a doctor, go see if it is. Um, it will definitely help your mental health more than you could ever think. Cause there's nothing, I mean, imagine losing two to 300 pounds, for example, and then you still have that reminder on you 24 seven, and then you can't do anything about it. You have to live with it, right? For years, I bookmarked that in my mind because I used to go every year, every other year to like a plastic surgeon, kind of like, hey, not to sound graphic, but like, I would continue, I'd exercise because again, weight loss surgery is a tool, exercise to keep it off, right? Did all that. But when you do that, you have to get rashes, you get cysts, you get all those kind of ailments, right? And that happened for years, but you got to keep going with it. So it becomes another mental thing. You can't stop doing it. You got to stay on top of it, okay? Um, so if you're going through anything like that, if you think that like, Oh, well, I just had the surgery and I have all this and I just kind of live with it. It's really never too late. I'm talking from like 12 years of like hoping, praying I can get this done. I got it done last October. Finally, finally got it done last October. I, I could say personally that I know that you've been talking about this for like as long as I've known you since you got the surgery. And the fact that you were able to finally get it, like mm -hmm. I can see, like, again, we haven't. I've seen we've seen we've seen each other a couple times since COVID, but yeah. since you got that surgery, I could see like a weight lifted off your shoulders. Thanks, bud. Yeah, it yeah. kind of has. And, and you kind of just like literally. You like you literally look like, like, like free. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. does that make sense? It does, and I'll take the win. Yeah, yeah. man. Thank you. Good. Okay. All right. I got another question. That's awesome. I yeah. got another question. I got another question. Question. Go. So you talked about mental health. Okay. Mm. So huge. So between or from like pre-surgery, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, I'm going to ask a three part. So pre-surgery to post-surgery to pre-skin surgery to now. So that's a four part. Okay. Like, what was your mental state pre-post, pre-post? And like the struggles in between, like the doubts, the insecurities, like all of that shit. Pre-surgery, what is this going to do to my life? Am I going to get the girl? Again, remember, I did it mainly for, you want to start dating people. I'm 16, 17, right? Is this going to change my life? Am I going to be the guy who looks really good and this, this, and that? Am I going to keep the weight off? Is it, a short, is it going to be a temporary thing or is this for the rest of my life? Um, and that's it. That was pre-surgery. Post-surgery, huge ego, massive ego. Oh, bro. okay. Bro, I didn't see you for a few years. I oh, was good, good thing. Good thing. No, I, no, no, no. I toned down when, when you we were that dick, huh? You're uh, like, yeah. I, I'm in a traveling band <laughs> and we're signed yeah, yeah. and we have a label and we have CDs and we're touring <laughs> and I'm a fucking bassist and I'm a badass bassist. Look at my body, <laughs> bitches. Come follow. It was, it was, it was, it was bad. What, what was that, Andy? So do you know who I am? Do you want my autograph? Pretty much. Back after the show, you want to come back right. to me, don't you? Oh. Maybe a little, t- maybe a little, oh, maybe just a little. You might not have been saying "Whoa, Daddy" back then, but you were saying something. He might have yeah. been saying "Whoa, Daddy" back then. I <laughs> you didn't know me, uh, so there's a good possibility. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but uh, I, I, my head got huge. I lost a lot of weight. I was happy how I looked. Um, and, but then Dude, I'll tell uh, real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember seeing you in the mall, like a few years post-surgery and you were like, what's up, Rob? And I was like, who are you? Really? Yeah. Did I was like, that moment? well, maybe in my head, but I was definitely like, <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this kid? Bro, I got the same thing. Yeah. Like that's Nick. Yeah. No, it's not. Damn, kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I remembered that. Thanks, friend. Um, so. <laughs> Thanks, friend. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, so post-surgery, that, so you had to wrestle with that, um, eventually get humbled, and that, you know, it's, it's a, it wasn't like overnight like I thought, right? So um, it took time. It was very depressing after uh, surgery because I was bedridden. I couldn't really move or do anything. I just watched movies all day. Um, couldn't eat anything. You know, uh, everybody just, you know, I remember the third day that I had the surgery, my parents got pizza and I wanted to just go absolutely crazy. <laughs> they, bought a sl- they bought a pie of pizza. I'm seeing my Italians coming out. They bought a pie. I smoked at the house. I was like, they're, they, they're not eating pizza right now. They aren't, but they did, whatever. Um, so yeah. had to deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> but just just the, the diet changes and then keeping on top of it. Um, and then the years from post-surgery beginning to be right before first skin surgery. So that was um, what, 12, 13 years? Yeah, dude, a lot of time. A lot of stuff happened in that time. A lot of stuff. Explain uh, some of it. <sighs> if you hit him with the word daddy, that's what only only if you feel comfortable. Obviously, they don't share anything you don't want to. 
Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I just, I, okay, so I, I, I played music right after, uh, I mean, during high school, right after high school, right? So I still played music. I, I never went to college or anything like that. I just kept working. I've worked a ton of jobs, uh, met a bunch of people, um, you know, and then, like I said, going back and forth within, uh, going probably every couple of years to like the surgeon to see if, if I'm covered or, you know, maybe if I can document all these medical issues I'm having, maybe it can be covered because insurance companies don't want to pay for um, something they just don't have to feel like they don't have to pay for it, right? I kept getting denied, kept getting denied, but I always kept going back, right? Um, eventually, I got bummed out because I'm like, I guess I'm living with this forever, right? And it's one thing for when your friends or family are like, can't tell, don't really notice, whatever, um, but you have to you have to live with it. There's nothing else you can do with it. So you got to make peace with it in some form. And eventually I made a peace with it, but I wasn't actually happy. Wasn't happy at all. Right now doing the support groups that I've done the last couple of months, I'm not the only person who would figure, right? There's a ton of people that go through the same type of thing. Uh, and, um, you know, I wound up just getting, kept fighting for it, kept fighting for it. And, I guess enough time had passed, became so common, you know, when I had, when I finally, I said last October, last October I had my first surgery, right? Um, when I went to the doctor, I was blown away. I was insanely emotional, insanely emotional. I'm living with this thing for like 10 or 12 years and my wish is finally granted. And it was by told, what's that? That's crazy. That's like a crazy feeling. Bro, I, I, it, it was like a thousand things going through my mind. It was so overwhelming. I was just like, yes, this is amazing. And then I was like, holy shit, this is actually happening. And then can somebody just punch me in the face because of my dreaming? And then, oh my God, what am I going to look like? And then how long is this going to take? Are they going to get it all done in one shot? Am I going to have a bunch of scars? You see what I mean? Literally all of that just wraps up in your head. Um, so a couple of months passed, but what blew me away the most is how common my doctor was talking about it. He was just like, if you get covered, maybe in a couple of weeks we can get it done. And I got, I was like, you gotta pause for a second because I'm fighting this thing for over 10 to 12 years. And you're like, maybe in two weeks, we can just get you in. Get you in, get you out, get you home. You know, it was just crazy. So Rob, where are we at in your questions? No, I was just so oh, now, now post, now post. So now post, that post, post, now that you post. got it. Okay, got it. First surgery back in October. They took off eight pounds of skin. Wow. Wow. You know how much a pound is if you hold it in your hand? A pound? A pound. Like like this? One hand? Pounds. One hand, yeah. two hands? Like a pound is eight pounds is like the about the weight of like a vacuum. Like a vacuum tube. Okay. Like a normal, roughly, right? Um, they removed that off of me. Um, second surgery was chest in January. Okay. Okay. Because there was so much, I had to go back for a third for the second round of the stomach a couple of months ago. How do I feel? I feel fantastic. Seriously. I feel really good about it. I have, I have, I have a question, a follow-up question. Go ahead. Do you feel so good? So good that, that you're gonna show some before and after photos. 
I'm gonna. I could do the before. Not the after. I got. The, I got twelve pounds to get to the after. I'm I'm on track right now, but there's a certain target weight I wanted to hit okay. before I did the afters. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. When they uh when they finally removed everything from you, like, I mean, I know you probably physically felt lighter, but like mentally, were you just like, did you like have that moment of clarity where like, yo, this shit's actually like happening? We're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. The first I mean, one was what's that? I was gonna say like, like I said before that I know that that's what you wanted for so long. So yeah. like. On top of what Andy asked, like, after 12, 13 years of being like, this is my life, like, mm. this is never going to be any different. And now it's different. Like, mm. something, it had to be a big, like, oh. oh bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, clothes fit very different. <clears throat> okay. And I could actually, so, okay. If you have, a, if you, you know, Big weight issue, obviously, like I had, I would always double layer. Guys, how many times have you ever known me? I'm always wearing two things. I was actually going to follow up and say, are you down to one? I am. Whoa! Whoa! Is it the flannel? I am down to one. I am down to one. Unless I'm feeling like I want to dress up, right? Then we'll throw on, you know, okay. the nice button down. Okay. But, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. All right. But we're down to one. I got it. Awesome. Um, yeah, it is. It's insane. But again, getting used to it very quickly. Um, do you want me to show a before picture or should we wait to the end? I, I kind of want to see side by side. I think that would have the most impact. Here, ready? Huzzah! That's it. That's all you get. Well, you could show us when we're not recording. That's it. Okay. That's, yeah. it. that's, that's good. Okay. And then so, so, so for all those who are listening or watching on the YouTube or the Spotify or the Apple iTunes or the Apple podcast, remember to like, share, rate, review, subscribe, and follow. Subscribe. Subscribe and follow because Nicholas is Irish. So, right. So am I. Uh, but again, Nick, do we have permission to share your before and after when you share your before and after? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so for everyone listening, absolutely. Uh, so far, I think this story has been pretty awesome, inspirational, motivational, and I think you're all probably curious of what does this guy really look like. Facts on facts on facts. And the ladies are probably like, he sounds sexy. <laughs> I want to. I want to see what this guy looks like. So I think. I think when you share your before and after. I think we might have to share it. You have all the all the the go aheads. Feel free. Nicholas, I, I will tell you one thing, and I can explain yeah. more off the air. But me sure. and Taylor were discussing a, a a female that we think that you would match very well with. Uh oh. We'll just we'll talk about this definitely off air. Uh -oh. Definitely. Oh. My mic fell. My mic's my mic fell on the floor. Are you good? I'm good now. Awesome. I got excited uh, for you. I got excited. Thank you. I'm 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 super <sighs> stoked. Oh god. Okay. All right. I'm back. Um, so all right, yeah, you guys can definitely take the before and after pictures, definitely throw them out there. 
Um, I wanted to get down to a certain target goal weight. Um, so what's the goal weight? About 202. Okay. All but right. Like a, but like a night, as lean as I can get for 202, um, I'm pretty close. I've, I've, my diet's gotten very strict in a good way. Um, sometimes I'm, I'm throwing it, doing the intermittent fasting. Did you guys try that? Ever try that before? Yes. No. Yes. Andy, what's your experience with that? It's, it sucks in the beginning. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Once you start to get a flow going, mm-hmm. you're fine. Because it's when you, when you don't want to, or no, it's when you can't eat the food is when you want to stuff your face. And when you can eat the food, you have like six bites and like, I'm fucking full. I'm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then you can't eat for another couple hours. And you're just like, I'm starving. Give me <laughs> and everybody else that you bump into or talking to is eating something, right? Oh, yeah. Every, everybody's noshing on something. All right, Nick, another question. Yeah, go. <laughs> Where do you work out and what is your exercise routine? I work out literally every day. Um, I make, okay, here's a tip. Make time for exercise. It, I'm at this point, yes, I have a certain goal because I got past the, the surgery and the, and the skin. But for the most part, I do it. It's really for my brain. I don't know about you guys. Andy, I know you're a big, um, you oh, exercise man. a ton. And bro, I'm 33 straight days on the Peloton, bro. I was going to get to that because I saw you rock the Peloton. And I'm, 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 I'm down eight pounds. I'm down eight pounds, okay? The High five. Different mindset. Like when they took that from me in COVID, I lost bro. my effing <laughs> Yeah. I was so depressed. I gained yeah. so much weight. It was absolutely terrible. I remember but, you threw up a picture and you would do like a bore fat before and after. And bro, you've definitely, you've got it back. That's awesome. It's I'm like the you. COVID-15, like the, what, the freshman 15 for college, what they say? Uh, freshman 20, freshman 15. It was like the COVID-15 for everybody. It was like the yeah. COVID-150 for me. Okay. <laughs> you didn't gain 150 pounds. Oh, listen, from the people I talked to, they were like, if Andy can get big, then we, we're all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Bro, Andy, Andy, real quick, real quick. After the conversation we had last night, <laughs> you got to start hanging around different people, bro. Bro, what happened, Andy? The same person that said that to me. What are you talking about? It's the same person? No, 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 no. Not from last night. Bro, but I'm saying, I'm saying between the people that said the, the between the people that said the stuff from last night from the news episode. So if you guys haven't listened to the news episode, you know what we're talking about. So from the people who said that shit from last night when we recorded last night to to this, you need to start associating with different people, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna reiterate. I don't hang out with them. I was just in conversation. <laughs> I was the one defending that they were an asshole. Just saying that, putting that out there. This the the last quote I just said. But if Andy gets fat, then we all get fat. Both of us have spent more than a couple hours with them. Just gonna me? Say. Yeah, you. I spent some. I spent time with somebody who said that to you. <laughs> if Andy get fat, we all get fat. I'm, I'm like, I know you know. 
I know you. Listen, bro. Listen. All I'm gonna do is do some push-ups, and I'll, I'll lose weight. I didn't even want to go. I am so confused right now. Me too. Me too. Super confused. He's gonna text me, but I, I, I but that's fine. Anyways, Nick, continue. Yeah, I'm lost. And hold on. So, all right. So, Nick, all right, ready? I gotta regroup. I'm all right, regroup. So, is there any? Is there any other? I kind of figured. Oh, you I, mean exercise? You I mean, figured like, the first exercise? one. I didn't figure the second one. <laughs> what do you mean? Um. So now, now that you are. Are you done with surgeries? Do you have to go back again for any other anything else? Or like yes. you are you do? I do. Okay. I was gonna say, are you like done done? Okay, so how many more surgeries do you think you have? To be honest, I did uh stomach and chest. So this part of me, like chest, torso. Oh, so that's um, why you're showing that's part of you, huh? Sex is look at me, yeah. That's the part of the look at my chest, oh. baby. <laughs> He did start the whole podcast. Is like I'm flexing, so I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting down. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say you were gonna strip dance. Yes, yes, you did. We There's a whole video. There's a whole video before we started recording. <laughs> I figured. I figured that you were gonna you were gonna strip tease. <laughs> I don't know what video you're talking about. Ah. Uh, you were like you were like I'm playing music and I heard no music so no music fast no music fast no music no music no music go 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 no we didn't even get a button we didn't get a button we'll give you a button no no can't give you the button okay okay so you have how many how many more do you have do you think. It's just really arms and legs at this point. They're okay. way tougher, way tougher to cover because you know it's not your actual body, right? Um, but that that'll come with it. I'm just I'm I'm actually I'm happy with what I got. Um, right. The rest of the others will come down the the line when they come. Do you have uh, them scheduled just, yet? No, no. Okay. It's, again, you gotta you gotta fight for it, right? Just mm -hmm. like I have to do with this. So, listen, the the biggest part is gone. The as far as the, the the areas I was most concerned with are gone, so I'm beyond happy with that. Um, as far as you were saying for exercise and whatnot, wait, I do, quick. yeah, huh? Quick question. So exercise? Oh, go, go, go. Oh no, you can go back to exercise. I'll remind you just in case you forget. Yeah, sure. So yeah. if you let's just say scenario wise, because again that's what I do. If you were to never get arms and legs, would you be happy with what you have? Yes. Or would you be like, no, I need the other parts? No. So your confidence level is like at an all-time all high, even without that? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, awesome. you could go higher. That's awesome. No, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you granted, obviously, we are, all of our confidence levels can go up. But from what it was to the last 10, 12 years versus the last few months, from just... Oh yeah, dude! Absolutely. Totally. I only ask because because we all know. I mean, Andy Andy knows. I know that there are just people that are just never satisfied. That's it, but that's unrealistic, and that's not good for the brain. I feel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not good. Like it's like how much do I need to be happy? Why not just be happy with what I got? You know what I mean? Who's that goddamn dog? 
I don't know. <laughs> Some uh. people in that in that kind of mind frame kind of. So all right, so I'll make this a two part question. Um, okay. Because I think you'll help a lot of people with this. First one, um, I know a lot of people. So when I was small and I was working out and I started getting bigger and bigger, I still saw myself as that skinny 90 pound kid. Like I never mm. saw myself as like in like bigger or in a better shape. Um, do you think that uh, there's a way to get around seeing that or did you still see that and that's what pushed you or? Um. So you're saying when you were when you felt like you were small before you started weightlifting, you always felt that way, even when you I still got bigger. You see the same person. You're always gonna see the same person. So, yeah. You're me personally. I'm always gonna see the big guy. That's fine. It's how much how much of a leash I decide to give him. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Do you like think you'll do, do you think you'll ever not see the big guy? Do you think he'll ever be so far in the past that you almost? Not not forget it because you have to remember to be grat to be grateful, right? That's what I'm saying. And when I was in my early after the first uh, the first few years is when I did stop thinking about that. Okay. And I can I mean as we all grow and learn and stuff, but I didn't think about that at all. And when A, B, and C happened, and it was very humbling, right? Because to your point, you always want to remember where you came from because you all come from somewhere. I wouldn't be here today talking to you guys about this had I not gone through A, B, and C. Right. So it's always going to be there. It's just, you know, how much kind of, how much brain space do you keep? How much time, how much energy do you depend, do you give it? Right. I don't know how about you guys, but like my current age and whatnot, like if I have no truly no control over something, I don't bother with it. I don't give it any time of day. I don't give a shit. It is what it is. It's over here. Right. Because the time I could focus on something that I have no control over, could be devoted to things that actually can make my life better. And maybe I can keep moving forward with what I'm doing. That's something in the last few years that really hit me hard. And it definitely helps. I don't know about how you guys feel about that, but absolutely. I, I think after 30, I'm kind of like, every, I mean, I woke up after 30 being like, why do I uh, care so much? Yeah, yeah. And then you kind of look and you're just like, why did I care about all this stuff for this much amount of time? Imagine, yeah. and then you're like, why am I thinking about thinking about that? And then you're like, I'm just done. Yeah. To me now, now it's like in the mindset of if it doesn't, if it's not going to matter in five years, I don't give it more than five minutes. That's a good way to put that. It's, it's the like five that. and five rule. It's the five. It's like the five on five or the five V five rule. I like that. That's a good call. Absolutely. Now then, or if you have no control over it, why are you letting it control your mind? You know, yeah. If you physically do anything about it then why are you still pushing forward with yeah. thinking about that and wrapping your mind around it? Which also leads into my second part of the question. Um, so you said you got denied all these times, right? And you mm -hmm. said like, you've always heard no and stuff. And like, um, what, what made you not quit? Because I know a lot of people when they hear no, they're just like, all right, one's no, all right, let me go again. Two, no all right, that kind of sucks. Three, no. Okay, fuck this. I'm just going to keep going. And just, they get in that mindset of where they don't think it's ever possible. But you went years and still kept pushing forward. Like, nah, I'm going to get this. Like, what what drove you and why didn't it discourage you? Good question. Yeah, it is a good question. Thank you. Um, 
I made very small steps in the right direction. I think at the time was the right direction. I took a chance. I didn't want to, I wanted a better quality of life. I wanted just um, to be healthy. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to just not feel how I felt. And it got to such a point to where I was like, I will do anything to just keep moving forward in that direction, right? Um, I just became obsessed with, with the idea of uh, just not being 400 plus pounds. And then what's scary is even scarier is that once you start making progress, and this is with, I think, anything, right? And then you start slipping back a little bit, you know the time it took to get to that space. And I realized that, right? So it's just like, imagine if I lose 50 pounds and I gain 40 back. I'm not going to do that. It ain't going to happen, you know? Those like talks within myself. Um, and then like days where I would be like, I don't want to work out today because I'm too tired. I'm walking my ass to the gym and I'm going to do an exercise. I'm going to do something, you know? I, you've, I felt better every time I did it. I never gave up because I just, I knew what I wanted. I didn't know what it looked like or felt like or how I feel. I just knew that I wanted to be the opposite of whatever the hell I was. Okay. That's the easiest. I mean, that's the most encompassing way I could kind of describe that. So I, from what I'm hearing is like, you took your addiction of food and you turned it into your addiction of healthy lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that kind of kept you motivated because it's like you redirected that energy to something healthy. Yeah, absolutely. All about, it's all about, you know, channeling your energy, if you will, right? Um, but it definitely, it's like I said, it's a, it's a tool for the whole process. The biggest thing is keeping it off. Anybody can quit anything. It's, it's, it's how long do you, do you stay with it? Because you got to do this the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, and like any habit, it becomes easy over time and then it just becomes a part of your own life. So, you know. So we've been going for a while. So mm -hmm. what I want to, I mean, if, if Andy has any more questions, he's more, more than ask away. But what I was going to ask is, um, so now that you've, you've gone through this journey, mm -hmm. now that you have gone through the surgery and now you've gone through the surgery and now you're waiting on possibly two more surgeries for your arms and your legs, right? What is your biggest motivation now? And what is your plan now? Like, I know that you've talked to me about like going to some of these like group classes and kind of sharing your journey, which is kind of what you're doing right now to help motivate people. So like, yeah. like talk about that stuff. Like, um, okay. So what's kind of next, uh, started, uh, being, uh, a support group kind of, uh, contributor to people who have gone through what I've gone through. Uh, either who are just starting their journey or people who are still in it because the journey truly never ends until, you know, we're not here anymore. So um, it's, it's always going to keep going. So it's, it, that's been very rewarding, you know, just uh, meeting and talking to all people from all walks of life. Um, and so the support groups are really to make other people feel comfortable, which was very refreshing to hear because there's all these people that were very shy and that are nervous, and as we all are, right? Um, and hopefully what I decided to months ago was like, why am I not giving back a little bit and maybe helping somebody going through that? I felt very selfish. That's why I threw those, that video out there. 
And I was just like, maybe, let me just throw this out into the world. Because I've done a lot of my own, maybe with all the knowledge and stuff that I've gained over the years, maybe I can help one or two people. I'm sure I can, absolutely. Thanks. No problem. Like, unequivocally help other people, right? Um, because a lot of people, when they go through something like this, they feel they're by themselves, and it's refreshing to have somebody to be able to talk to, to be able to just vent to, to say, I'm going through this and such and such, right? So I'm continuing doing that. I signed up for a personal training certificate because, again, let's keep moving that ball forward. Why not? Uh, just generally just to get certified in training. I've been doing that for about a month now. Um, I'm treating it as school, you know? There you go. Read, read here, read there. Oh, yeah, dude. A little bit each day, right? Um, so my goal is to get certified in that, uh, keep doing the support groups. And then I was thinking to hopefully be a, like, like to maybe lead a support group for pre and post officer uh, people who got through the surgery. Because you can't, you can have doctors and, and nutritionists teach that type of thing, but unless you've been through the shit, sorry, you know, talking You're allowed from to experience, curse. talking from experience, you can't teach experience. Experience is experience. That's it, right? So that's it. So that's I've been on that for the last few months. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've been very busy with it, and it's been it's been great. It's been, dude. The last year has been crazy. I would never think a year ago I would have gotten three procedures that I've been waiting for for over a decade. That I started some form of class in school to do training, and that I'm helping other people feel comfortable in their journey. Right? Never. I wouldn't have thought about that one year ago. You missed one just, big thing. I'm just pulling. Tr What's up? What's up? Your YouTube channel. That's true. That's true. I had to have a few videos out there. I have a few. More will more will be out there, sir. So the reason and why I you. mentioned that. The reason why I mentioned that, Nick, because everything you're saying is super honorable. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to give back. You want to you want to help other people, right? So the reason why I mentioned the, the, your YouTube is because not only are you getting trained to be a personal trainer so that now you can have that almost hands-on experience to kind of help somebody like one-on-one, -on -one, right? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Then you want to, then you're doing the groups and you want to eventually lead the groups. So now you're what, dealing with maybe 10, 20 people at a time? Yeah, right? give or take. Yeah. Okay. So now the reason why I mentioned the YouTube, because again, if you share the same things that you're doing, and the, your story like you shared here and the, the stuff that you're going to share at the group, you're now not only reaching one-on-one -on -one or one-on-20, one-on-30. Being on YouTube, you have the reach of one on a million. You could be helping millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people. Of Think about what you're doing, the simple things that you're doing face-to-face. -face, you can now impact so many more people just for sharing a video. They might not know who you are, but they 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 hear your story, they see what you've gone through, they see your successes, and they're like, I want to follow this guy because he's pushing me to be something that I want to be more like him. So again, the reason why I'm pushing the, the YouTube, the reason why me and Andy put push that for you is because we know that you can get because again, we've said it so many times, your story is so inspirational, motivational, all that, and honorable that you want to help other people that we think you your your story should be more out there and and like and and more, you know, let more people see it. And then again, you want to help other people. And 
by doing that, you can help more people than you will ever even meet in your life. Facts. And I appreciate that. I'm going to piggyback off of that and go into a small rant slash question um, or scenario, so to speak. Um, everything Rob said is true. Everything you have done is so inspirational to so many different people that you have. Even the people that you don't even know that like is going to see this it's going to hit them hard because they're going to know like there's somebody else out there who is going through what they're going through, you know? And like you said, am I the only one? Exactly. Mm. Like, YouTube, like I'll fucking, I'll help you like get on TikTok and start putting your videos out there. Even if you're just throwing up like a 30 second video being like, Hey, this is the memory I had. And this is what I had to go through. Blah, 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 blah. TikTok has so much organic reach right now. It's absolutely insane to the people that you can meet. So here's my, here's, here's my scenario. Okay. Oh, uh, scenario. Me and Rob know how big of a motivation and inspiration you are to people. Okay. But now we're all sitting in a room. Okay. You said you, you go to your, your group meetings and stuff. Now you're the leader. Okay. You're okay. the leader. You're running your own room. It's stage one Nick sitting right in front of you and everybody else on the camera, you're live. They're all going through the same thing you're going through. What advice can you give them to help them get through and to help them push forward just like you did? Right now. So camera's on me. And I'm oh, it's it's already on. Your camera's already on. on. So I'm, I'm giving advice. Okay. You're talking to millions of people that you don't know is watching you right now. And first stage you. And I'm giving my best advice possible to, uh, to, the, to the room. Okay. Um, you're about to embark on a very long journey. Um, but it's very rewarding, depending on how much you're willing to work for it, um, what end goal essentially you would have in mind. There's going to be a ton of ups and downs. It's not an overnight thing. There's one thing I can stress. This process is a process. It is not putting a bandaid over a bigger, you know, bandaid over any sort of issue. This is going to take a long time. There's a lot of habits you're going to have to kick and hopefully replace them with good ones that'll make your quality of life way longer down the road. So you can enjoy your life with your family and friends and just be happier. Just be happier. There's a reason why people like me got this started. Everybody's got their own story, their own reason, their own end goal. And during this process, if you don't know what it is, if you stick with it, you will know exactly why it is you started it. Um, more of you're not the only one. There's a ton of people like yourself out there, myself included, for always help, guidance, and support. Um, and that could be lost during the journey, but always remember that there is a bunch of people if you need help with can help you. So, the end. Cheers. Cheers, 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 cheers. Nick, Interesting. Nick, where they can find you. Tell them where they yeah. can talk yep. Tell them where they can talk to you. Tell them where they can follow you. Facebook and then Instagram, uh, Nick Curatera underscore live. Okay. Um, guys, this is the first time I've ever like talked this long about all this stuff. Um, 
How's it feel? So, it feels fun. It's, it's, I love both of you very much. And you guys have always been very supportive. And you're two of my best friend and oldest friends, for real. And you guys know I'm genuine when I say stuff like that. Rob, you make a way better heart than I do. Mine's more like Oh, that looks good. Right there. There we go. Hearts right there. Andy, you too. Absolutely. Um, thank you guys for obviously the conversation for having me on. Um, I'll talk to you guys soon. So, okay. So Facebook, Nick Pervitera. Instagram, Facebook, Nick, Nick Pervitera Nick, underscore live. Underscore live. YouTube and, um, channel. Andy. YouTube channel. Uh, Nick Pervitera. Okay. That's it. Super simple. Andy, um, we'll talk about videos because Spell it out. I could... I could use help uh, putting my ideas to paper. So, and you're great with that I'm stuff. A, I'm gonna just throw it out there now because I really want you to get your uh, your story out there. If you give me the okay, I'm creating a TikTok for you tonight, and and you don't have to post anything right now, but within the next couple of weeks, at least like a like a something, just saying like hi to everybody or just talking about your journey, getting out there. How about this? I'll do. We'll collaborate. Um, but you and I got to talk weekly and we have to just, yeah, I'm fine with that. But it's like, what the hell right. am I going to do on TikTok? We got it. We got, we'll collaborate. Right. Oh, okay. Because if you, if you just make it and then you're like, go do it. I'm not going to know what the hell to do. Oh no. I'm an old. I'll, listen, all you got to do is record the video. I'll post it up and do everything for you. No, 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 no. You have to teach him how to do it. So he's self-sufficient. Yes. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Let me let me just run and make you famous. <laughs> if there's anybody that can, it's you. It's the Perry's. Um, Andy, that sounds good. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk, everybody. All right, let's do it. Guys, I love you very much. Thank you. All right. So before we go, I just want to plug the next couple episodes. So next week we will be covering Loki on Disney Plus, episode one, two. And three, we had the idea to break up the season a little bit so we can go into a little bit more detail. The week after that, we have a couple, a power couple, Sarah and Tyler. They're going to talk about all the things that they do, um, like volunteering in the DR and helping people in the DR and doing all that stuff. And they have a, a, an awesome fundraising event going on right now and all this stuff. So that's going to be awesome. The week after that, we have Stefano of the Meat Wagon. And he's going to share his, the meat wagon, and he's going to share his journey on how he got started with the meat wagon and his whole life's journey. He has a very interesting story also. Uh, then the, the week after that, we are going to complete the journey of Loki 4, 5, and 6 and finish that season up. So, yes, we have the next four episodes booked up and we have a couple episodes booked up for after that we have i'm i'm currently discussing with a few people right now for future episodes so get ready for that upcoming schedule but as always remember to like share rate review comment and subscribe to disaster party podcast on all social media platforms including the youtube so for the Disaster Party podcast, my name is Rob Sedanio. Oh, Daddy Rob's got me lit. He's got me hyped. I'm fired up. Let's go subscribe. Let's, let's do this. It's your boy, Andy Vivian's the one true. Whoa, Daddy. Let's get it on.
And thank you again, Nick, for coming on and sharing your journey with us and the pod world. Thank you guys so much. Love you both. And we are out. Bye. Bye.